think there's such an irony that TripAdvisor is having a struggle with reviews. And now to see them basically suck at it, just, you know, really funny. If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello and welcome once again to Vacation Rental Success. This is Heather Bayer and this is episode number 93. And I'm really not going to go into much preamble today because as you heard, if you just picked up on that little bit of opening soundbite, we're going to be talking today about an issue that is hitting a large number of vacation rental managers at the moment, including myself. And in the interview today, you're going to hear a little bit more about our issue with FlipKey stroke TripAdvisor over the past 18 months or so, and why I went from feeling like we were out there on a limb and on our own with the issues we were having to realizing just a couple of weeks ago that there are so many other vacation rental managers out there with exactly the same issues and many, many more. And it took my guest today several months to to appreciate herself that there was a big issue out there. And she's going to explain about how all this came about, how she got to hear about the multitude of problems that managers were experiencing uh, with TripAdvisor and to what extent it has grown so that now a joint letter has been written to Stephen Kaufer, the CEO of TripAdvisor, and sent a few weeks ago. If you're a vacation rental manager and you belong to the VRMA, you have probably already received this and and you, you will have some idea of what all this is about. Um, but if you haven't, there's going to be plenty of links at the end of the show notes to point you in the right direction so you can bring yourself up to speed on on what's been going on. And maybe you too are out there, have experienced some issues and thought you were on your own. But believe me, you're not. So without further ado, we're going to go straight over to my interview with Amy Hynote of VRM Intel. I am so pleased to have with me today Amy Hynote of VRM Intel. And Amy's going to tell us all about um, her website, VRM, VRM Intel, and how it all came about. So welcome, Amy. It's an absolute pleasure to have you with me today. Thank you, Heather, for having me. Well, this is wonderful. I know you're traveling, around, traveling about the country a lot. You're currently down in Florida. I, I have a, a standard thing here on the podcast. We always talk about the weather. So have you been impacted at all by uh, Erica? Not nearly as much as we anticipated from all of the news. You know how they like to stir up a tropical event. So, But it's been a little wet, a little humid and sticky, but overall we're good. Not a lot of flooding, and the sun's come back out, so all the kids are back at Disney. Things are good. Oh, okay. Oh, that's wonderful. I, we, we spend all our, of course, up here, um, spend all our winters hearing how wonderful it is down in Florida. So I've been sort of mildly smug this this <laughs> summer hearing about all the rain down there <laughs> when we've had it. every day every day it rains <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Amy, um, I love VRM Intel. You curate so much information on there. Let's start off. And can you tell me, you know, how did you get involved in all, all this? How did you come across the vacation rental industry and start out? Yeah, I actually was working for an ad agency in the Gulf Coast region in the southeast U.S. And um, the ad agency I worked with had a lot of tourism clients. So one of those clients was a company called Kaiser Realty, which is a vacation rental management company, a large one that's now owned by Wyndham. And I ended up going to work for them as an in-house marketing director. And that's where I really, really got my feet wet in vacation rentals. Um, So I spent four years doing that. And one of well, we were using a software called Property, I mean, it's called First Resort Software. It was owned by Instant Software. And I eventually went to go work for that software company doing their marketing. And I'm not sure if you know this, but HomeAway bought that company. So it ended up staying with HomeAway for a bit. And since then, I've had an opportunity to work with a bunch of different property management companies and technology providers in the vacation rental industry. So my experience has been from very much from the professionally managed side. So, so what would you say your, your role is now? Right now, I do two things. I have the, the website, which is um, VRM Intel. We're launching a magazine to go along with that. So that media platform is, is growing. And the other thing I do, I do consulting for the vacation real industry for both vacation real managers and technology providers. Yeah, that's your VRM consultants. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, all, all of these I'll put links to at the end of the show notes, so uh, sure. anybody can go check those out. But uh, yes, I was looking at VRM, VRM consultants the other day, and you, you are linked with some, some, some really high-powered people in there to, to help vacation rental managers. Exactly, and I've gotten the chance to work with all three of those guys in the past, and we, we just have a lot of um, similar views on the industry and, and on professionalism in the industry and how important that is. And we all have a lot of experience working with several property managers. So I think that collectively, we don't overlap a lot in the services that we provide. But as a group, you know, we pretty much hit all cylinders on the major decisions that property managers have to make. Yeah. And in, uh, in last week's uh, podcast uh, interview, I spoke to uh, Ben Edwards. And, you know, we were talking, I was talking to him about the sort of financial aspects of, of running a vacation rental management company, which is so important. And so often new managers starting out um, lose sight of some of these things as they do other other parts, you know, all these component parts that come together, like the technology. And so I think it, it's got to be really useful to a, an emerging company, perhaps, to, to have consultants such as, such as yourselves to be able to come along and help them out. Well, that's what we're hoping. We're hoping that all of our experience can be used for something. <laughs> that's terrific. Now, VRM Intel itself, I, I, I have to say, didn't come across it till about a year ago, but it is my go-to place now. Just to, if, if something's going on, it's, it's going to be uh, posted on there. What, what's your strategy for it? I started the, the website in late 2012, so it's, you're not too far behind. It's only almost not even quite three years old yet. It's still a baby. There wasn't a news source. I was having to do a lot of research at that time in the industry, and I had no work. So the VRMA, which is a fantastic organization that, that we're all members of and looking very much looking forward to their conference, because they have membership that they have to appease, they're not able to write about hard-hitting issues, especially if it involves any of their members. Um, for instance, TripAdvisor or HomeAway, if something comes up, they just don't have a lot of freedom to talk about it. So I was, at that time, 
I was doing consulting and working with technology providers. So I, you know, decided this would be a great place to start to start aggregating that news and, and kind of editorializing as well. So what's what's trending now? What's um what what's what's keeping you up and interested at the moment? Right now, you know, coming at it from a traditional vacation rental management um, background, and what I mean by the traditional vacation rentals is um you know markets like the Outer Banks in North Carolina or the Gulf Coast um, in Florida and Alabama, Tahoe, um, Colorado, and some of those similar type areas in Europe. They've had vacation rentals for a long time, and the municipalities are very comfortable with those vacation rentals. They have an appreciation for what they bring to um, the amount of revenue they bring in, what they add to the economy, the jobs they produce. So... What we're seeing now with the emergence of all of these new entrants, like with the shared accommodations and a lot of the the urban markets opening up in residential areas, are a lot of a mass introduction of vacation available as short-term rentals on the market. So the downside of that is it's causing this huge influx of needless reg- regulation. And unfortunately, we're starting to see some of those regulations move past the municipality small area into the counties and the states and becoming a bigger issue for our industry. So that's one of those things. On the other side of that, um, technology has obviously been trending lately. We are seeing a lot more marketing automation and marketing technology enter the industry and a lot of revenue management platforms that I think are really exciting. But even more so, I think we're starting to see some of these technology platforms come together kind of in an all-in-one um, software service. So I think that's going to be really attractive to the property managers. Going. Yeah, I think so. And I know when we all get together at um, VRMA conference in New Orleans in October, we're going to see all these all these new resources. Uh, I, I get so excited when I, when, yeah. I, when I go around all those booths and it's just like, I want this and I want this and I want this. And <laughs> It's it's tough actually to you know to filter out what what perhaps is is not correct for for one company and what's it's, what's correct for another. It's extremely difficult, and I think it's going to be even more difficult in New Orleans. Yeah. A lot of these systems are ideas more than they are working platforms. So <laughs> filtering through that and finding out who can actually deliver on what they promise is going to be a challenge for managers. I think at this conference. Yeah, I mean, we've we, we've got as an as a VRM ourselves, we've we've gone for, through a couple of iterations over the past few years, and we're now just finalising uh, a change over to a new rental management system. And hopefully, that's going to see us through many more years. So, so I am tasked actually not to go visit anybody new this year. Good for you. I know you kind of had to just blind put blinders on and <laughs> try not to fit them up. I think the only other thing that I would mention, well, not the only thing, but one of the major things, obviously, is in the OTA world, the, um, the distribution channels. That's a big topic of conversation, and most of the feedback that I get from the website is in that area. Yeah, we, we seem to be a bit out of it up here in, up, up here in Canada because the, our, you know, the majority of our demographic comes, comes out of our major city. Uh, you know, for, for us, it comes out of Toronto. We use local homegrown listing sites, really don't have much um much need to list anywhere else so i watch all this with interest but um the the topic that i mean we discussed before we started recording here talking about tripadvisor because we used to list um with tripadvisor in the past 
um, when it was Flipkey, and it was it was wonderful. I remember listing every property we had with trip with, with Flipkey for free when they first started, and it was it was just wonderful. We loved the reviews, and it it, it just worked for us for years until. And I think we lost sight. We we, we sort of dropped the ball a bit, and and then suddenly realised that, that that things weren't working as well as they 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 were in the past, and and we got into some discussion with them. We weren't happy with. The responses we were getting we didn't part company they just dropped us uh, dropped us and our 600 reviews and, and I honestly thought we were on our own and as I said to you a bit earlier last year in San Diego at the, at the conference and I went to the Flipkey TripAdvisor booth and I wanted to talk to somebody about these issues and and I didn't get the best response and came away feeling really dissatisfied still thinking I was completely on my own so it was just Two weeks ago, when I two maybe three weeks ago, I read your series of posts on VRM Intel, and it suddenly dawned on me that actually I wasn't on my own. So I'd like to ask you, um, using your title, what is going on with TripAdvisor? Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, it's amazing how the story has grown. I first started hearing about it. In July of last year is when, or when I first started getting emails from people at TripAdvisor. And I, I really, you know, thought, I don't want to write a, you know, a slam piece on TripAdvisor <laughs> at this point. They do seem to be isolated incidents. And, I, you know, I knew they had some turnover with employees. So I just, I didn't, I let it go. Um, went through annual conference in San Diego last year. And then it just started, my inbox started filling up. And it was one horror story after another, um, things that were really affecting people's businesses. And so I was able to go and talk to Tracy Zen at the conference in um, Dublin, the European seminar. And her reaction was um, a little surprising to me. It was, it was very dismissive, very arrogant, and it was just a little bit, you know, very shocking because there were people there with real issues who were trying to have conversations and it just wasn't. I don't think it was going the way that everyone had hoped. And after that, the, the number of complaints just has been growing. On top of that, they've had a lot of turnover. And a, most people have lost their account managers, so they're just not getting any response at all. So they don't really have anywhere else to go other than trying to come to a, some type of media outlet to have a conversation about it. Yeah, so can we just go back into the sort of the history of, 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 of TripAdvisor and how it started with FlipKey? Because... I didn't realize that TripAdvisor brought out Flipkey so early on. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, seven years, I believe, since they bought Flipkey. And, you know, when Flip, or when they at least invested in Flipkey. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much Flipkey was able to operate fairly independently until about two years ago. Which, ironically, I have a feeling is when these problems started. <laughs> was when you saw some of these people leave. The, the, the founders were still controlling it. It was on the Flipkey platform. So from a technology perspective, there was a lot of integration with software companies, integration with TripAdvisor. Things were moving pretty well. And a lot of people were using FlipKey reviews to power the reviews on their own websites. And that's a big motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you have those uh, um, reviews that are on your own website, but they're also on one of the largest travel platforms on the planet. So you know, it's kind of a win-win. And the ROI was good. Things were good. The relationships were good. Um, the prices were good. You know, I think most people really were happy with their relationship with TripAdvisor, which is why this is so surprising to people. Where do you think it has gone wrong 
primarily because I'm I'm looking at the the open letter that's been written to TripAdvisor, signed off by over a hundred uh, vacation rental management companies, and it covers several things. You know, it covers technical issues, technical support, customer account management, and communications, the, the lack of commissions parity, and and the one thing that 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 really you know, what we'll come to in a minute was this the TripAdvisor philosophy being inconsistent. Okay. So what's the biggest issue? Or, or can, we se- can we actually separate out these issues at all? I think that the biggest issue, the underlying issue of all of this, um, there, are, there are tech issues for sure. They've, they're trying to get to a common back-end black black platform, excuse me, like HomeAway struggled for six years to do. And they've just now been able to accomplish that. Um, they had the same issues when they bought VRBO.com. So this isn't new to see this in the technology field. But what's different here is with the loss of the key employees and the founders of the company, they don't have industry knowledge in play. And I think that's what the underlying issue is with what's going on with, with this TripAdvisor Vacation Rentals division, is that they just don't have a real clear understanding of the industry. They're from a hotel background. Tracy Zins from Expedia. They just, it just seems like that they feel like this industry should be coming to them instead of them, you know, understanding it. Does that make sense? It, it does because, well, we, we know how different these, these two industries are. Right. And so, I, certainly from, from, from the players, from the, you know, from the vacation rental managers and, and of course, from the independent owner's perspective. That's absolutely true. And I think that there are levels of the company of TripAdvisor Corporate that understand that. I think the CEO is aware of what's going on. We've seen in the last few earnings calls with him that he has kind of been downplaying the vacation rental sector of the company and really boosting up, talking about how his major you know, opportunities and attractions, you know, just really not focusing on that, which is a little odd since the rest of the world seems to be really latching on the vacation rental sector, as evidenced by TripAdvisor, I mean by um, Priceline CEO coming out and saying, "Yeah, we're jumping into this," you know, both feet. So I think that um, that lack of industry knowledge with TripAdvisor is, or with TripAdvisor vacation rentals, is a key factor. I also think that they don't understand the relationship between guests and homeowners through an OTA. So there's a lot of what's going on there, basically, I guess to simplify it, is that inaccurate information is being conveyed to the guests in multiple different ways. It could be calendars not updating, reviews not being responded to correctly, um, rates not showing up correctly, a property showing up that's off your program um, that you're not even representing anymore, which is illegal in some states. <laughs> so. These property managers are getting a lot of feedback from guests saying that the property is misrepresented. And then homeowners also saying that you're not representing my property correctly. And it's very difficult to explain to a homeowner or, or to a guest that, you know, it's not us. It's this multi-million dollar platform that's out there right now. And it just doesn't come across well. And it's extremely painful to get these kind of complaints from guests and owners. Yes, and I, I completely understand that. Um, you know, we, we've had these issues ourselves. And, and yes, it is tough for a reservationist to, to have the call where they say, you know, I've been quoted this price, therefore I need, I'm, I, you have to give me that price. And, and it's a crazy price. Right, exactly. That, that appears to have been plucked out of nowhere 
so they're, they're dealing with that and they're dealing with availability calendars as you say not being updated and and the other thing that that i hadn't really thought about was the that's number four on that on the open letter which of course i'm i'm also going to um, put a link to that i'll link it into your your site where that open letter is um amy um okay. the lack of commission parity for professional managers versus um independent owners right and i know you know that this is something that's, that strikes deep in our hearts because you know like many other managers you know our margins are slim and and we struggle you know with the competition we're we're lowering commission rates for our owners all the time and then finding that higher rates pay paid out to the OTAs are are just strangling uh, our ability to to continue to manage in a in a profitable sense so when i read um own owners uh, independent owners pay a 3% and yet managers are paying 10%. That that really brought it home to me as well. I think what has been interesting in that aspect is that now I've heard from several homeowners that are paying 7, 10% as well. So it's um I think what I'm hearing right now is everyone's paying something different. Yeah. Um some people have rates that are totally negotiated on a subscription basis that are much lower than other people's. They're just the the pricing is all over the map. This 3% thing that they introduce is just an Airbnb model copy. Mm-hmm. There's no real logic behind their pricing strategy right now, or there doesn't appear to be, and there's not really a, a good explanation for it, or I think a, an explanation that is making property managers feel comfortable. Um, basically, you know, when they charge different things to the supplier, then the supplier has to charge different, you know, different prices to the guests, so that it, it ends up really hurting the guests in the long run. Um, so I'm not really sure you know, what the, where they're headed with this. I feel like they're going to have to iron, you know, to create some sense of rate parity in order to, to move forward with the three segments that they're trying to target of supply. But right now it's all over the map. Well, I don't uh, think there's a price that they don't have right now. Mm-hmm. Well, the last thing I wanted to, to, to mention before we move into, to see if, you know, what solutions there could possibly be is the uh, their inconsistency their policies for vacation rental listings against their their overall philosophy about believing in the right to write once again having having thought we were out there all on our own having lost our our 600 reviews i've been i've been dealing constantly not only with owners who are my, my owners who are saying where have all my reviews gone but with a lot of guests saying, I wrote a review, I took my time to write a review so I could help somebody else choose, choose the right property. Where is it? And I've, I've had to say, well, I'm sorry, we, we actually don't know. Somewhere out there in the ether is your review. It's a really good question. Where are they? Um, the downside for you is you didn't choose. They actually took your, your properties down and they disappeared. And so you lost your reviews. There are a lot of people that now are making the decision to leave TripAdvisor. But if they do, they lose now years of, of really positive, you know, reviews that are helpful to the guest. Mm-hmm. That is a loss. Um, making a decision to walk away from that, I think that's what I would love to tell the CEO of TripAdvisor, to tell Stephen Coffer that, you know, when people make a decision to walk away from 600 reviews or 3,000 reviews or 15,000 reviews in some cases, 
that is a major business decision and it didn't come lightly. If they're making that decision, it's because the, it's so painful to work with TripAdvisor that they would rather lose the reviews than continue to spend the amount of hours per week that they have to spend trying to work with TripAdvisor. And that decision did not come lightly. From the review standpoint, why, I think where it comes to is like if a hotel or an attraction or a restaurant, let's look at those three sectors, they're on TripAdvisor whether or not they spend money with TripAdvisor or not. So... If you're, a, if you're a boutique hotel in Toronto, then you're being reviewed on TripAdvisor whether or not you are, have an ad or some type of a listing with TripAdvisor. And those reviews, you know, guests have the right to review that property whether, you know, regardless of the financial arrangement. And I think in vacation rentals, that's not the case. You, have, you Heather, have to put, you know, pay to put your properties on there in order for them to be reviewed by your guests on TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm soon as you stop paying, your reviews are gone too. And I, I think that's, that's just a difference in policy. I, I'm not really you know, weighing in on whether that's right or wrong, but that is a difference in the way they approach vacation rentals versus the other sectors that they service. Um, the downside on the review thing is that their reviews, because of the audience that they have, which is huge, the reviews on TripAdvisor mean a lot to your guest and you know, to the guest of most property management companies. And walking away from that is, um, is really not an option for a lot of companies. So what they want to do right now is try to find a way to work with TripAdvisor. I think that's why we're seeing so many people, instead of just pulling their listings, that they are really actively coming together and joining together to write a letter like this to the CEO because those reviews are so important to them and have kind of presence on TripAdvisor is so important that they really are going to actively try to find a way to work with the company rather than just walk away from it. Yes, and we we would we would also do that. We would want to work with them. And and actually now that uh, now that I see that we're not the only ones. <laughs> <laughs> um I will I you know I I will add our our name to to this um this cause as well. And it it's it was very interesting reading through not only the open letter to TripAdvisor, but also the comments that um, that vacation rental managers were offering in um, in support of of their decision to to sign this letter, um, and I and and it ranges from everything from technology to customer customer relations to to reviews. So it, it does seem as though there's a there's a I mean, Richard Vorton said in a in a previous podcast um, interview just about the vacation rental industry, and I, I titled that one "Is a Melting Pot of Complexity." That's true, and I, and I absolutely love that, and that applies to this as well. <laughs> it absolutely does. Um, going back to your issues, I want to say really quickly that I received an email yesterday from a company in Hilton Head who had signed the letter. And he said, just wanted to let you know, we ran into another new issue with billing. Their billing department didn't send us a bill for July, so they took down our listings for non-payment without any communication with us whatsoever. He said they didn't call us nor email us. They never sent us that bill. Also, they have our card on file, which they've been automatically charging month after month, and they didn't charge it. So all of our listings and their reviews are gone. 
what what's going to happen, Amy? What um, I, I know there's there's um, a proposed meeting with um, with the TripAdvisor in New Orleans. Is is that going to go ahead, or is that simply a, a, a proposal? I believe that um, I talked to someone, a property manager in Florida, who earlier today, who has booked a room for that meeting in in New Orleans. Be ready for the conference. So, I, I think everyone's hope and is that TripAdvisor will will make some changes. You know, will really look at the vacation rental sector as an important part of their business and. And really start to address these issues one by one. They're not overly complex. Um, it's just that they're industry specific and not hotel specific. And if, as long as they're trying to approach their problems with technology from the hotel industry and understanding from the hotel industry, they're going to struggle. And um, but I think if they can bring in some industry talent in play and really start working with these property management companies, maybe put together a board of advisors, you know, from the industry and start moving in that direction. I think they can move, they can move in a positive direction really quickly. But the first thing they're going to have to do is recognize that there is a problem if they care. And I think what property managers right now are just kind of wondering is, do they care about this sector? Do they feel like property management, the, the professionally managed vacation rentals are not an area where they want to focus right now? And if that's the case, then I think we'll see a TripAdvisor do absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Has there been any indication of that apart from <laughs> apart from the way they're going at the moment, which seems to be quite right. a strong indicator? I think it's too soon to tell. I mean, the letter just went out a week ago, and I believe that um, that they have, you know, they, it would take you know a few days to to really kind of dive in and figure out what's going on with the company anyway. They have four conferences that they are attending that I'm aware of this fall where there will be professional, professionally managed vacation rentals. And I think um, Florida Burma is coming up next week. Past that, we've got a streamlined user conference in Arizona, um, ResFest, which is the Homeway Conference in Las Vegas, and then obviously the National VRMA Conference in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I think that's four opportunities that they are going to have to they have to stand there, you know, in front of vacation rental managers for days and hear these questions. So I think that um, I think it's too soon to tell at this point to see what direction they'll go. We saw this with HomeAway a few years ago. They, they had technical issues and um, the property management community got together and addressed it. And they have been working since then with managers to try to improve at least their technology. So I think that we'll see TripAdvisor take a similar path. Well, let's let's hope so. And so with, with TripAdvisor appearing to lean towards a, more of an Airbnb model, that uh, that 3% um, commission rate, but Airbnb seemed to be, to, to me, I, I quite enjoy their reciprocal review system and it's really integral to their model. Do you think that's something that will find its way into a TripAdvisor revamp? I heard that mentioned last week, and I, I don't know the answer to that. I think it's a really good question. It would be something that I would hesitate to do if I were TripAdvisor because they do have other you know business sectors, and you hate to see something that might grow into something that could potentially hurt your business down the road. I, um, I mean, like, for instance, if you had reciprocal reviews in the restaurant industry, I think that could be problematic. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. They're chasing after Airbnb in a right ne- in a way right now that I'm not sure. I mean, they they have a lot 
more well-paid <laughs> um, analysts on staff than I do. So they must feel like that's a strong sector of business for their future. But I, I think they're really going to struggle there, especially if they're going to lose focus of the professionally managed properties as well. And an on Airbnb moving towards um, professionally professional management companies. <laughs> they are. Um, I mean, they're definitely taking steps to do that. They have techno- They have a technology department in place that is focused on integrating with property management software systems. They're they've gone live with LiveRats and Booking Pal, and um, so they're they're definitely taking actionable steps in that direction. That being said. They seem to be taking actionable steps from a regular regulatory viewpoint in the opposite direction. So I don't know the answer to that either. I, there seem there's some conflicting actions going on with Airbnb, and I know that they have a big plan about how that's going to play out. But um, from a technology perspective, they're definitely putting resources into working with property management companies. Well, it's not a boring industry, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a boring industry. Um, I think. There's so there's so much of this tech venture capital Silicon Valley stuff going on in our industry right now, and a lot of that's a bubble. You know, the fact is our industry is a service industry; it's not a tech industry. And you know, that providing guests to services and owners is still going to be and continue to be the number one thing that we all work on doing. So at the end of the day. Um, these technology platforms will fight for the top, you know, top places. There will only be a few at the top, and you know, people will diversify between them. And at, at the foundation of it all is the independent owner, because without that, that single person or that couple that own that property, there is no industry anyway. Absolutely true, and and that quality supply is something that we want to encourage and continue to build. Yeah. So to, just talking about individual independent owners. And, and just going back to TripAdvisor just for a sec, they, I, I've been reading on some of the LinkedIn groups that, uh, that you know, they are popping up and saying, yeah, we're having the same problems with TripAdvisor, you know, not, not on the, the level perhaps that some of the larger um, management companies are, but all the same. Do you have adv- any advice for, for them? Because they don't have an organization behind them. The number one thing I think all of us need to do, whether you're professionally managed or owner-managed, is not stay silent at this point. Um, I think that to not say anything right now is going to you know trigger no response. And that's not going to help us at all because I do think TripAdvisor is a valuable platform for our industry. And... If we can help them grow and help them, you know, provide better service, I think that's the, the best thing that we can do. I think social media has definitely been the place that most of this has started. And LinkedIn in particular, there's a group there called Reviewing TripAdvisor. I would recommend joining that. That's very new, just started. I spoke to a couple of owners um, the other day and they said, well, you know, what do we do? How do we make our voices heard? But and, and I guess the, you, know, you write your letter. Exactly. And I think that um, the more that they hear that, the better. In fact, we should start publishing an address of where people can send letters, you know, and in the same way that we sent the one or that the property management group got together and sent that. Well, if you can let me have that address, that will go at the bottom of the show notes as well. I think the other thing is that to Richard's point and some of the stuff that Vince has written as well is that, you know, it's important to diversify. Um so that 
if any platform does go down, we've seen so many stories, for example, about Airbnb um, removing listings for people as well, both property management companies and owner listings, and hosts have been just seen if they find their property off the site with no explanation. So if all of your eggs are in one basket, then that can be extremely damaging. We saw one property manager lose a quarter million dollars in reservation with Airbnb making a decision to to not list their their homes anymore. Whether it's TripAdvisor, HomeAway, Airbnb, or now looking at Priceline coming up, I think that it's extremely important that that pro- that owner managed and professionally managed properties are not all in bed with one channel. It's at this point they're not reliable enough to to really. In two areas, from a technology perspective, like we're seeing with with TripAdvisor, and also from a business model decision, like we're seeing with Airbnb, and in a pricing model decision, like we're seeing with HomeAway, that you never know when a channel is not either not going to be available to you or not going to be affordable. Yeah, I think uh, you make such a great point there, and I know that's something that Vince is very strong on, just not putting your, your all your eggs in one basket and creating your own uh, your own stronghold for your own marketing, independent of those listings. One of the reasons I'm really looking forward to diving a little bit deeper in the marketing automation platforms that are coming to play into play right now, both on an owner-managed and a professional level, um, of just being able to find ways to capture your guest information, capture your guest guest information, because typically it's not just one, <laughs> and, um, and then be able to market to them repeatedly and develop and you know, really develop that relationship over time so that those guests are not going back to a distribution channel to book again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot, so much new stuff coming on. And, and as I said, just said that there's, there's no boring in this industry. It's uh, it keeps everybody on their toes. Is there anything else you want to, to cover off here, Amy, while we have such a rapt audience out there? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I would say um, we'd, Please go to my site. Please um, definitely use the comments and the feedback. I would love to have more feedback on uh, what you want to hear. And um, also the new magazine, the VRM Intel magazine, is coming up um, in October. And so if you want a free copy of that, you can get that on the website as well. And um, I think definitely if you go to vrmintel.com and you just put TripAdvisor, in the search, you'll see all of these articles, and you can download a PDF of all of them as well to get up to speed. It was it was also interesting to see everything posted on Skift this week too. Yes, it was. So so being picked up by the uh, by the major travel writers and and sites that are focusing on what's what's happening. You know what's hot in the travel industry, and it's always good to see that vacation rentals are hot in the travel industry. Absolutely, we're all. Rising tide lifts all boats, right? Yeah, absolutely. Amy, it's been a fantastic to to talk to you, and I will make sure that all these. I mean, my my desk is covered with with paper that, um, that says TripAdvisor on it for all the all the <laughs> research that I did, and most of it has come from you. So I I thank you so much, and I think um, a lot of people will be thanking you for really bringing this to everybody's attention. It's not a slam of TripAdvisor; it's it's more of a of a major query what's going on with it and hopefully they'll be able to to meet with managers talk to them perhaps face to face and come up with a solution so i really thank you for bringing this to our attention 
Thank you so much for having me on this, Heather. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Wow, interesting stuff. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you found that very, very interesting. And there were, there were a couple of things that came up that really struck me. And one in particular was Amy saying, maybe TripAdvisor actually don't want to be involved with property managers at all. You know, it, it could be just too much trouble for them. So we shall see. I guess I have looked at the position that my own company is in and pretty much come to the realization that we've said goodbye to all those reviews. TripAdvisor would have to do something pretty significant for us to go back and and consider putting any of our properties on the platform. And maybe they will. Maybe they will do something significant. Maybe they will welcome us all back with um, with open arms, new tech or up, upgraded technology and an appreciation of the differences between vacation rentals and the hotel industry. And also more of an appreciation perhaps of the impact that vacation rentals are having on the accommodation industry. I can't believe that 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 is not part of their strategy to bring on board more properties. But hey, you know, Amy said it, that's a, a mega company out there. We're just mere players in the smaller industry, I guess. I'd be so interested to hear what you think of all this. If you're, if you've had issues, if you'd like to join in the discussion, uh, go down to the comments on the show notes, tell us what your experiences are. And, um, you know, Amy will be sure to go in there and check them out because she is ever eager to hear of, uh, of, of what you think. And she doesn't want this to just die down and just disappear Um, But I don't think it will with the amount of vacation rental managers who have a lot riding on this in terms of um, their reviews that are out there. They don't want to lose them. They will be fighting to get TripAdvisor to sort themselves out so that we can all get back to marketing our properties in a really professional way. So... It's not often, actually, that we, we get to discuss something that's a little bit more contentious. I've, I've very much enjoyed this discussion, and it, it, just, it just points to the value of our wonderful community of owners and vacation rental managers, that we're able to do this, that, that, that we're able to send these letters to jointly express our opinions and join together in, in a common voice. As I said, take a look at the show notes and um, let us know what you think. And uh, that's it for today. I will uh, look forward to hearing from you as ever. If you want to contact me directly at heather at cottageblogger.com, I'm more than happy to hear from you. Until next time, thank you once again for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.